TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Score North Twin Show. Walks into third base and the pitch popped up. And Mankata drifting underneath it. And that ball drops in fair territory. Kepler is safe. And the Twins get the game tied up on a pop fly. That highlight courtesy of Fox Sports North. This is the Score North first place Twins show live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 ranks. Magic number is 57. I'm Rami Makloff along with Judd Zolgad, Derek Wetmore, Manny Hill on the other side of the glass. Technically, I'm in Milwaukee, guys, but in spirit, we are all in Bombasota. <laughs> Very interesting times, Rami Maklov, wouldn't you say, as we uh, approach the, uh, what, 3.01 p.m. deadline for uh, tomorrow for ma- Major League Trades? Exactly 27 hours away, Judd Zelgad. We are from the Major League Baseball trade deadline, and so far, all things pretty quiet for the Twins. They did go and get Sergio Romo, but not the splashy move that uh, I think folks were hoping for and expecting from the Twins. They did attempt a splashy move when they called the New York Mets, asking about Noah Syndergaard, and the Mets asked about Byron Buxton, and reportedly that was the abrupt end of those conversations. And I don't blame Derek Falvey and Thad Levine for hanging up that phone. Have you seen, uh, have you had the opportunity to watch Morning Judd yet on Twitter? I have not. Our, uh, no, I was, uh, okay. I, was at, I was at a baby shower for my guy Bart Winkler down here this morning. Oh, very nice. Congratulations yes. to yeah, Bart. You had barbecue rib on a stick, oh, Ronnie. You had me so mad at you right now. Cause you Judd, this, thing, this thing was catered by the uh, the butcher I used to do endorsements for when I was down here in Milwaukee, and it was just a smorgasbord. There will be pictures coming later at Rami's tweeting. Hold on a second. Yes. So you were eating that in the morning? No, just before I came on the air. Right, like the I, morning. I, I could use a nap right now. Yeah, yeah, I could. Uh, I have I have meat sweats. Wait, I, I know have meat you, sweats as we speak. I know you well <laughs> enough to know that that's, a, just quickly, a terrible idea. I've seen you eat too much. In the afternoon, you can't stay awake. I mean, I love you, but you're me. You, You've got to find a couch. I wasn't passing this up, man. I was not passing this up. All I right. came to town, Justin. Today was the baby shower for Bart. Tomorrow is the retirement party for my former boss, which is also going to be catered Can at approximately the same time. Yes. Give me an estimation, not not of official pounds, but yes. how much weight you're going to gain before you get back here. Oh, probably a good four pounds over the course of the week. Cause That's he, not cause, too bad. Because mom, right. mom is cooking, too. Every, oh. night, every night that I'm at home, it's what do you want for dinner while you're in town. Oh. So she's already made lasagna and uh, Spanish rice with chicken, which are two of my favorite things that she makes. Mm. Hey, boys. Yeah. yeah. Not to interrupt this wonderful conversation <laughs> I, about all the fun I'm things I'm catching up with my friend Rami, Derek. Don't be rude. Eastern Wisconsin I was just Milwaukee. getting ready to warn him about the state fair that's coming up but a month you guys, from now. the Mets asked for Byron Buxton. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. That, and that, Can we talk about this, please? This, oh, Judd and okay. I miss each other, okay? I miss we Rami. seen each other in days. That's right. Allow me, as a veteran scribe who covered a beat for a long time, let me set the record straight for everybody listening, okay? Yes, yes. All right. <laughs> Did you notice how last week the sources said they asked for Lewis and Kirilov, and that's a lot, and we all agreed? Mm-hmm. Fool me once, shame on, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Of course they asked for Buxton, and you know what it means? Nothing. Of course they asked for Byron Buxton. They've also asked for probably every single good player off the roster possible. It means nothing. Here's Let me start the conversation by saying this. Let's not focus on the wrong thing here. Let's focus on the right thing. And Rami, I say the right thing to focus on is Lavelle Neal's piece in the Star Tribune. And good for him for getting the scoop, all right? Mm-hmm. Good for him. Mm-hmm. This is no criticism against him. But Lavelle's piece implied, at least, that the Twins are now out on starting pitching and looking at bullpen help. It's 12.04 on Tuesday. The deadline is 3 o'clock tomorrow. If that's the case, shame on the Twins. This is a Twins conversation. It's your job to stay on the phone. It's your job to tell the Mets, go bleep yourself, but we're going to, we're still going to talk here. It's your job to keep these talks alive. The I feel like the Buxton thing is thrown out so the fans will all do what everybody did last night, which is, oh my God, you can't make that trade. Hang up the phone. That's not how real life works. 
You continue to discuss alternatives. And if you exhaust those and don't make the trade, I get it completely. But the Buxton thing is a rope-a-dope on the fans and the media to make us all basically grab our noses and, and say, pew, I wouldn't do that. Of course you wouldn't. But Derek and Thad, I'm talking to you directly right now. It's your job to get back on that phone and to engage in discussions for starting pitching. Because leaking out that Byron Buxton potentially was asked for is no excuse to end a discussion for a potential World Series team that needs starting pitching. That's my two cents. But if that's where the price is starting for Syndergaard specifically, you you end those talks right there, right? But you it's not a real to... ask. It's 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 a fake. It's a it's a rotisserie baseball ask. It's not a real ask. So you think this is just a start high tactic exactly. that that people take in negotiations? Exactly. We've all played. This is no different, guys, than fantasy sports. And your buddy calls you, and you're like, "Bleep you! Here's what I'll give you." Right? And you go mm-hmm. back and forth. No, the Buxton thing's not real. The Buxton thing, of course, they, these these are these asks are always made. They're usually not reported because they're so ridiculous on their face. But this is no excuse. And Syndergaard might not be the guy. But Lavelle's piece implied that they're out on starting pitching. And if that's the case, that's a major concern about how this front office is going about its business. Because, again, given... What we've talked about for two months now, the opportunity that presents itself to the 2019 Twins, you can't be out. If you upgrade the bullpen here, first of all, on the Byron Buxton thing, when I heard that, I thought, oh, they must have been asking for Jacob deGrom and Edwin Diaz and Seth Lugo. And then, okay, let's start talking like some big ticket value items going the other way. But Judd and Rami, let me ask you guys. Start with Judd because he's sitting next to me and seething mad, Rami. No, uh, no, I just don't want excuses. No, I'm not mad. I don't. I don't want. To, now is not the time for excuses. So if they upgrade their bullpen, let's just go down this path for a second because the the way and I, I love the way you said it in morning, Judd on Score North this morning um, on the Score North Twitter feed, which is free by the way. You can uh, see the just the anger bubbling from your the fr- driver's seat of your car when you say. The Lavelle piece sort of insinuated this was a high asking price for a good value starting pitcher, a valuable guy to add to the top of your rotation, and we couldn't get it done, so we're moving off of starting pitching. Let me say two things. One, I don't know that that's the case. I think it's entirely possible that the Twins might be lowering their sights on starting pitching, but they're not going to be done making and receiving um, phone calls, texts, FaceTimes, WhatsApps, Facebook messages, G chats. I don't know. I'm probably missing a few in there. <laughs> my face, sling notifications. <laughs> my face. Did my you face. Say my face. I believe that's, that's Belichick's, Belichick, right? My face. <laughs> Insta chat. Yeah. If they get any Insta chat messages, <laughs> so I'm just saying that keep that avenue open, and the twins will. If I know the people at the top of the twins, even like remotely decently well, they're not going to turn off their phones, power them down, and say we're done here. For 24 more hours. But but here's where I'm going with this. Is if they add a high leverage reliever, let's just throw in a name. Let's uh, They get Kirby Yates from the Padres. Okay? Exciting piece to add to the bullpen with another year of team control. And they don't add starting pitching. Do you think that this staff is good enough to win a World Series, Judd? Uh, no. No, I don't. It's not I, without a starter, you're I, saying? I think the playoffs as currently constructed are, are too much of a grind. And... I'll ask you guys the same question that we've asked about the bullpen now for several weeks. Who do you necessarily trust completely? Barrios, I think I trust. I like Barrios a lot. Gibson, no. Odo, back to earth, no. Your second best starter of late has been Pineda. So, no, I think you need, if you really are serious and you are Falvey and Levine about a World Series berth, I'm not even talking about a championship, but to give yourself that chance by getting into the World Series, I think you need a starting pitcher that you can plug in at the top of that rotation and feel far better about your chances when you either go new guy Barrios or Barrios new guy. Rami? I think if if they if they upgrade their bullpen enough, then I, I could see this team, and I don't know exactly what that is, but it's like one or two 
trustworthy, high leverage arms added to Taylor Rogers at the back end of that bullpen. If they can, if they can do that, then I do think that they can have legitimate World Series aspirations. Because if you look around the rest of the American League, nobody is really lights out pitching wise, and especially in bullpens, guys. So I, I, I would give, I would give the Twins a fighting chance, and probably more of that to go into a seven game series against the Yankees or the Astros or. Potentially the Indians, whoever whoever they end up in in a series with, and just mash and and get what they can out of their starting out of their starting rotation, and then throw a lights out bullpen at you if they can put together a lights out bullpen. To be clear, though, to Derek's point, I'm not saying that I know that the Twins are out on a starter. I am saying that I hope what was referenced to Lavelle is not accurate. If they've basically said it's too expensive, we can't. Do it, I agree with you there. Then, then the question becomes this. When will you do it? Like, right. when does it become the time? And, and Twins fans, I know you don't like this, but you're going. if you're going to get a starting pitcher who can help you get to the World Series, you're going to have to give up something that's going to hurt a bit. You just are. It's just, you can't, you can't say, well, I would, I would hang on to my entire team and I'd hang on to the farms. It's just not possible, Derek. Yeah, there's, there's a certain point that comes where you have to say, in your heart of hearts, that it, we might lose this trade. Like, I do think that every organization has had to come to grips with that at some point or another. That to add value in a trade, you're necessarily going to have to give up something that you don't want to. Now, to get a Sergio Romo, can you give up a prospect who maybe wasn't going to make your 40 man roster at the end of the year or would be one of those fringe candidates? I think Diaz probably would have made it, but you get my point. Yep. That one doesn't sting so much. Getting Jake Odorizzi last offseason. You give up shortstop that a lot of people hadn't heard of, Jermaine Palacios. That stings a little bit, but are you still sitting here today wondering how his career is going to pan out? No, you're pretty happy with two years of Jake Odorizzi, and if the Rays get a nice young shortstop out of it, then okay, fair play to them. But to get a Noah Syndergaard, yep. or to get a Matthew Boyd from Detroit and package him with the closer Shane Green... I mean, you're talking big-ticket items here, and you might not love the price. Boys, we have some, from a different sport in this town, major breaking news, just quickly. Is that right? If you can hit the breaking news sounder. The Minnesota Wild has fired Paul Fenton as GM. What? So one year in... And it's Can the I, twin uh, show, so we we won't we won't focus on this too long right now. But uh, just so people know, if you're driving around, what? Yeah, yeah, I've got a couple notes here, and um, um, yeah, Paul Fenton has been fired as GM. Um, holy, <laughs> Robbie, your thoughts? I, I think it's been made abundantly <laughs> clear in my short time in the Twin Cities that I am not hockey guy, but uh. Yeah. This seems like odd timing, Judd, even to me. Am I off here? Uh, you know what? If you've been... Um, y- yes, it seems like odd timing, but let's just say behind the scenes, all was not well at uh, one bit w- with this team, and they didn't have a coherent plan, and so I am not shocked, but uh, this is about as quick as you can be fired. It's amazing. <laughs> what, wow. one year he was hired? A year ago, June, right? Yeah, was it? Was it? I was just going to ask. When was it? It was like June last yep. year. He was in place before hired? the draft, was he not? He was in place before last year's yeah. draft okay. in in late June, right? Yeah, that's they, what I was. They fired. Say. They they got a year ago. They got eliminated by the Jets in the playoffs in May. Mm-hmm. Chuck got fired almost immediately after that. Paul Fenton named GM, and now Paul Fenton just real quick has been fired. <laughs> and, and that and that's what happens when a GM doesn't do his job. That's <laughs> hey. what ha- that's what happens when you don't capitalize on opportunity. Rami Maglov, we don't we don't just wait around here and let no. you lollygag and take time. No, 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 not in the Twin Cities. No. Yeah, what do you th- what do you think? We're known for being nice. No, we we're, we are. We mean business. We're here, we're here, to, here to win, win championships. We're here to win. We're here to plan parades. Damn it, Winnersville, USA. That's exactly. what I've always said about exactly. The Twin hey, I can. Name Make this about baseball if you guys want. Yeah, actually, I was, was going to do the same. Okay. Are, you, are you looking at the same thing I am, Derek? <laughs> uh, why don't you go first, Rami? Do we have a reckless speculation sounder by any chance? I think there is one. Uh, let's see here. 
Reckless speculation. Ken, I love Ken Rosenthal throwing this out there, knowing it could mean absolutely nothing or absolutely everything, but he knows that it's going to get 1.1 thousand likes in a matter of uh, less than four minutes. Yeah. Ken Rosenthal saying, The Mets scratched Irvin Santana from his AAA start today. Syndergaard scheduled to pitch for them in the majors tonight. Not known whether the two are linked. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> All right, Twins fans. Ken Rosenthal's Buckle the greatest. <laughs> I love Ken Rosenthal. So the the last I saw, the last report I saw on Sunday had, I believe, the Padres as as the leading candidate to get Syndergaard. It would and make sense. They do have a lot to give up. Yeah. Um, Oakland was trying to uh, to get in, which was interesting, but um, yeah, that's. Uh, but okay, just quickly though, boys, explain this to me. I don't think you can, but try. If the, if this is truly the case, if Syndergaard is peddled right now, what are the Mets doing? Yeah, no, like oh, trying don't to try, don't try, like an trying to drive question. the price as uh, as D- Danny talked about on cluster fund today. Are they trying to drive the price for uh, Syndergaard up by taking Stroman off the market? What what are you doing exactly? That's a, it's Judd, an interesting theory. Judd, remember remember when the Wolves the Jimmy Butler chaos was going on with Tibbs and Jimmy Butler last year. And when I was trying to figure out what was going on with the Wolves, what did you always tell me? Don't try. Don't try. Don't try. No, you're right. It's the same thing with the Mets. Don't try. I do do think that that my nickname for the Mets GM is perfect. Rody Brody. Rody Brody. He owns Rotisserie. This is a Rotisserie League team. Okay, here's where I was going with this. So, well, three three prongs off of this. One, we are scheduled to have... A prominent athletic writer, not Ken Rosenthal, but Eno Saris, one of my favorite writers going back a long time, um, on the show today at 1 o'clock. And he wrote an interesting piece for The Athletic about if you don't get the prize, you know, the blue ribbon hog at the fair, what's next? Like, who who is the sort of fallback option? Or I believe he called it the budget alternative. So we can talk to him about some of those names that if you're not Noah Syndergaard, who should you target? But the other two things is... Irvin Santana being scratched is kind of a fun, like, circle of life thing here. He's pitching in AAA for the Mets. And talk about budget alternative. Maybe he's the one that got traded. But more likely, and this is spinning it into the Paul Fenton discussion, too, who was, uh, as reported by The Athletic, just let go by the Minnesota Wild. Roughly one year after taking the GM Doogie, job. too. Doogie has it. As okay. well, yes. Great. Uh, so, <laughs> it's a really underrated and wonderful thing to have in a sports franchise that you root for to have ownership management and coaching staff see eye to eye and working in harmony that's what i feel like the twins have right now and i I mean i could be wrong who knows i'm not in their meetings but that's what it the sense that's given is that they're all in a line how much would you rather have that right now than what the mets have in their situation will pond owns the team wants one thing Brody, former player agent turned GM, is running the show and made a huge, huge push this winter to try to make them a winner immediately. And then goes and trades for Marcus Stroman and is shopping Zach Wheeler, Edwin Diaz, and Noah Syndergaard. I... And let's just stop are, short. Are of, you explaining anything no, to me? No, let's just stop short of trying to explain the hashtag Mets exactly. because they also just traded Jason Vargas, who went after a okay. quarter in the clubhouse. And I felt like Mickey Calloway like, is their manager. I felt so, like I'm, I'm here in Milwaukee, so I can't see you guys. I, I feel like Derek's eyes just started bleeding. Try. You could, Rami, you could be watching us on okay. the Twitch stream right now. That's <laughs> live at twitch.tv slash Scornar. But does, does, Bro, does Brody not sound like the guy that we've all played rotisserie baseball? Fantasy football with. Oh, I have a couple just, of friends that just text me these trades. Who's all just the, time. the incompetent owner of that team, and he keeps calling you, and you're like, you are an idiot. Guys, this is all very, very simple. I played this sound yesterday to describe the New York Mets. It's very, very simple. Yeah, that's accurate. That is the New York Mets right now. Sometimes you, I can't you don't need words. Sometimes words will not do. You need sound effects, and that's perfect. <laughs> that's well, it it's funny. It's like the underlay of our reckless speculation, but there's no reckless speculation. No. It's just an automobile accident. Yes, it's just a crash. It's just a complete wreck. Oh, they are. It's just, but but that's that's my point. Yeah. If you're the twins, you've got to stay on them. The Buxton ask oh, yeah, is I not would. surprising from them. 
Oh, there are four players fine. I want from the Mets. Yes. So you've got to, but until until we hit um, Central Time tomorrow, two fifty nine. I'm on the phone with them. I probably yes. am on the phone with them through the deadline. Just to, like as long as there's enough time to push a trade through the sure. MLB commissioner's office, I'm on the phone with them until it's done. Until the bell rings, close the day on Wall Street, and I'm saying, Brody, are you sure? What about this? Yeah. What about this, Brody? What do you think? Yes. And you're just pushing, 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 and seeing if you can the get two, something The there. two phone calls that I'm making uh, throughout the day, today and tomorrow, or I'm continually blowing the Mets up, and the other one is I'm calling the Giants and saying, are you serious? You guys are dead. You're dead. Oh. The, the Bochy story's nice, but you're dead. I still think the Giants could trade some pieces. Like I, So, okay, what I've heard is... I think is, so, too. Yeah. This is... This is I'm so it's reported, and then I'm going to go against my reporting and okay, just recklessly speculate. You'll like this, Rami. Throw out the sounder, oh. then. That sounds right up my alley. Reckless speculation. So I've heard the Giants aren't going to tear it down. It's not going to be a you, the activity that maybe we were all expecting from San Francisco a month ago went up in smoke when they got very very hot at the. I would argue just the wrong time, but as the Giants fans might say, just the right time to make sure they're not going to trade a Noah Syndergaard. Etc. Etc. So I've heard that dismantling is not going to happen. That's going to cut the supply on the market short, and that's a really interesting thing. Prices go up if you need starting pitchers, and suddenly you know one of them's off the market, and three relievers that you wanted are gone. So Absolutely, that's fascinating. Now I'm going to go against that reporting and say recklessly speculating. If I'm the Giants, I am going to swallow hard, and I am going to try to stand pat with everything except for one thing, and that is Will Smith. I'm still trading Will Smith because I know I can get something for him. I know relievers are volatile. I know he's walking away. Yep. And I could just plug somebody in in the closer's role and say, this is good enough guys, the rest of the way. I like that one. And and let me get, give you guys one more in that vein. Madison Bumgarner. And here's why. What? Here's why I trade him. Here's why. Because, because if I am their GM, I know that this is folly. It's a great Bruce Bochy. It's a great story. And I, I get the ownerships like, we got to get Bruce one more chance. You are vying for a second wild card. You have very sure, little chance. Coins. But here's why, here's why if I'm a GM, I trade him. And I know that he's a very good pitcher, or he's a good pitcher, all right? He's 29. But I don't know what you call it in baseball the last two winters. I would call it slight collusion. Madison Bumgarner. Just to use a light term. Think about this. Just a touch of collusion. (laughs) You do. It's like having a touch of the flu. But you think, think about this. A touch of Ebola. Madison Bumgarner is going to, if he stays in San Francisco in November, get the qualifying offer, right? Do we all agree? Yes, I would give him the qualifying offer. Okay. And then he falls into the same category, and he might be better. So this is not my point. Kimbrell, Keuchel, guys yeah. from 2017 to 18. I don't want to give you prospects in a trade, but I sure as hell don't want to give up a draft pick either. Sure. And so there is a real chance, there is a, you've got to face this, that Madison Bumgarner is going to be sitting on the market next June until the draft passes. And now you get, if you're the Giants, nothing for him. Well, I'm not, I'm not taking that chance unless I'm the Giants and I am super competitive. Maybe he takes that one-year qualifying offer. We saw enough guys this year get burned by not taking it. Enough guys get burned last year by not maybe, taking it. Maybe, but maybe he's... Maybe say, hey, I love San Francisco, one year and 18-plus. Yeah, maybe. He's okay. such a He's such a rat-ass, though. It's, it's hard to know. It's that, hard to know. But anyway, my point is, if I'm the Giants, I'm maximizing what I can get for him. If I was in first place, totally different. For sure. But I'm not anywhere near first place in the NL West. So that's why if I'm the Gi- if I'm the Twins, I'm calling them and saying, don't be stupid. Yeah, I think we all, I think we all sitting here today, if if we were in that GM chair for the Giants, and I think the GM at this point would would strongly prefer to trade Madison Bumgarner, but we don't have an owner who's emotionally attached to this to to Bumgarner and to Bochi, and apparently sees a team that could make the playoffs. I don't know what he thinks they can do when they get there, but all indications are that the ownership would like to make one more run at it with Bruce Bochi and. That probably wouldn't involve trading Madison Bumgarner. Well, it yeah, just, I mean, a couple of gate sales for tickets if you make it through to the NLDS, that's a I mean, pretty how, good incentive to keep going. How realistic is that for them, though? I mean, it, and the Bochy thing, to Judd's point, like the Bochy, the, okay, it's it's kind of cool, but I mean, Bruce Bochy's won three World Series there. Like, there's, there's 
nothing to, regardless of how this season goes, his last season. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Fame manager, and it's not going to change his legacy or anything like that, regardless of what happens. But he's won three World Series. How many managers can say that? I mean, if he wins a fourth, right? That's the argument. I'm not saying it's going to happen. But it's to me, it's like with the Giants, shouldn't the Giants be trying to do what's best for the organization going forward and not so much worried about a legacy for Bruce Bochy because his legacy is already cemented. And the Giants did not bring in a new GM to make a nice little secondary wild card. Right. They brought him in with the long term in mind. Farhan Zaidi left the Dodgers. Far, that's to join why, if I'm Derek, I'm calling my friend and saying, "Don't be stupid." Yeah, <laughs> is that how you interpret? Don't be stupid. Oh, at this point in time, gloves are off. Yeah, <laughs> twenty four hours approaching. In fact, gloves. Brody, Brody, Brody. Don't be stupid, boys. This is why you get like lunch with your colleagues in the off season, so that you can say, "Hey, man." The bullets are going to start to fly 72 hours before the trade deadline. I'm going to say some things and assassinate your character in ways that I don't actually mean, and I I just want to apologize up front. I'm I'm, I'm picturing sorry. I'm picturing Judd on a FaceTime having these trade discussions, and and it's and it looks just like Morning Judd. No, he's, he's point, yeah, he's, he's just pointing, tagging Brody yeah, in Morning Judd. He's pointing at the camera. And he's saying, "Don't be stupid, Brody. <laughs> don't be stupid, Farhan. Well, what you, you say know today? You, need, you know what you need to do. Now go and do it." Judd, By the way, you were like, "Get back on the phone. Do it. Get now. Well, trade just, for him. Get yeah, it." No, I just you got to be on the phone. You yeah, can't. You can't say, true. "Well, they asked for Buxton, so I just went home." I pulled up the. Uh, the I, I'm morning. just going home now. <laughs> I pulled up the Morning Judd because I was uh, looking for the poll that we're going to discuss a little later in the show that you posted at Jay Zulgad. Mm-hmm. Are you uh are you going for the Fu Manchu or have you just not shaved in a few days and that's how it comes in? I'm debating I'm debating the the facial hair right now. Mm-hmm. But as of right now I'm planning to shave tonight. No. So I we got should, a big no. trade deadline special tomorrow, Judd. Yeah, Four hours on TV. The problem full Fu Manchu for the trade deadline show tomorrow. The problem is it's all gray except for the sides by my mouth where it comes in red. Yeah, that's why it looks like oh. a Fu Manchu. So just go oh, with it. Okay. Just go with it. Getting old sucks. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Get I'm not, that face on a billboard. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Getting old is nothing but a pain in the rear end. <laughs> Should we take a break, Rami? We are way, way late for a break. So, yes, let's do that. And plenty more reckless speculation to come as we see sit 26 hours and 34 minutes away from Major League Baseball's trade deadline. It's the Score North First Place Twins show live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 ranks, magic number 57, and back after this on 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. My baseball friends, Mackie here for Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Business owners, I'm talking to you, and I've been one myself. I know what goes into it. You love it, but you're grinding every day, solving problems, taking care of employees. It helps tremendously to have an insurance company that gives you peace of mind as you navigate the challenges of running a business. When you partner with Federated, you get more than just a policy. You benefit from over a century of experience in making businesses as successful as they can be. Visit federatedinsurance.com to find your local representative. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect yours. Let's bat around some banter. Twins. Twins. The Score North Twin Show on Score North and scorenorth.com. There's a blast to left. And Cruz hits another tape measure shot. Number 26 on the year. Highlight courtesy of Fox Sports North. This here, the Score North First Place Twins show live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 ranks, magic number 57. Rami Makloff along with Derek Wetmore, Judd Zulgad, Manny Hill. Two hours of Twins talk coming your way today. Eno Saris joins the guys coming up at 1 o'clock and 10 hours of the Score North First Place Twins show this week. If you miss any of it, you can listen back via podcast on Apple, Spotify, the Score North mobile app, wherever you download podcasts tomorrow. Trade deadline, Score North Twins show. It's a four-hour Score North first place Twins show. Starts tomorrow at noon, taking you right up to Mackie and Judd with Rami, where I'm sure the Twins trade deadline talk will continue. And, uh, Judd, we were talking about that poll that you put up yesterday at Jay Zulgad on Twitter, which, again, I was looking during the break at the morning, Judd, you should really just go full Yosemite Sam with that mustache. That's just <laughs> that's just my opinion. I got no problem with that. If social media I appreciate the input. Yes. If social media Seth is listening, maybe he can Photoshop a Yosemite Sam mustache don't onto give your face. That's a really you, bad, no, I don't like just that. Just to give you an idea of what it would look like before you fully commit to it. But 
I digress. And the poll itself, uh, you said if you had to trade one current big league player on the Twins to the Mets to get Noah Syndergaard, which one would you deal? And this was, of course, in the in uh, in reaction in response to the Star Tribune report about the Mets asking for Byron Buxton in mm-hmm. exchange for Syndergaard. And you gave us the options of Rosario, Buxton, Sano, and Kepler. And I, I, I wasn't surprised, Judd, that uh, Miguel Sano is running away with this thing with 66% of the vote. Yeah, and I, I actually did this because I, I immediately got tweets back last night because because when the story came out about Buxton, I said, you're not giving up Buxton. That's ridiculous, obviously. And I said, my idea is to trade a package that includes Sano. And... I got at least a handful of responses saying, oh, no, 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 that's not that's not right. Trade Rosario. And my point back was you in my I think that you can take Snow out of that locker room and it's not going to be a huge detriment. He's had he's been really good of late and I think he's liked. But Rosario's a heartbeat type of guy. Like if you go in there and it's like, boys, we've got pitching and Rosario just got traded. I think the team's going to say, what? We love this guy. So. On on the human level of things with where this team is operating, I said, uh-uh. But, as you said, the poll results right now, 3,000-plus votes, almost 4,000, Rami. Yeah, I know, Judd. I know. You're I'm very, very popular, popular. I got a lot. I, of, I got a lot of friends. I know. Or frenemies. I am aware. Sano, 66%. Rosario, 23%. Buxton, actually, 6%. Kepler, 5%. Derek, so, obviously, you're not getting rid of Kepler at this point. Correct. Um, Buxton, to me, raised a huge eyebrow. And it's it's pretty interesting that Derek Falvey says there's no such thing as an untouchable because I've asked him that question before in the past, you know, talking specifically about guys like Byron Buxton, Miguel Sano, Jose Barrios, Eddie Rosario. And, of course, he's going to say there's no such thing as an untouchable. But do you really think that that's the case? No. It would take a king's ransom to get one of the guys that we talk about in this room, in this studio, at scorenorth.com as untouchable guys. So when they brought up Buxton, I thought, what are they, what is the deal? What, like, who else is included? Because it's not just going to be a one-for-one Thor for Buxton, right? I mean, No, no, it would have been, yeah. No, they they just asked, they, they just basically said, what about Byron? So it's what's, what's challenging about these things is like, you I don't think, personally, this is my personal opinion, I don't think you can just look at a stats page and say, well, Sano's a better hitter than Rosario, so Rosario, trade him. It's like, what? Who's going to play left field? Oh, Marvin Gonzalez every day? He's stretched, I think. Yeah, and I'd rather have him playing third. If i got to pick a position for him to play on a daily basis, third base is where I'm going to yeah, put him. Yeah, because you hate Sano. But Not true. The I point, don't well, hate anybody. Like, they're both <laughs> going to be... I'm a good Catholic boy. I it is hate. interesting. Uh, what Do you think they approached... This is... Oh, man, this is so much reckless speculation, but we we have to get into We're it. This is a less show. than 26 hours away from the trade deadline. This is the time to recklessly, recklessly speculate. This is like super reckless speculation? Yes. Yeah, for no, sure. No, I'm just, yeah, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Judd your opinion. Cast your memory back to this winter when they were trying to hand out extensions left and right. Do you think they approached Sano? No. Nope. Don't so I don't think, either. Don't think they tried. And, and that's Phil's point, and it's a really good point. When are you, and it's certainly not, not a recent hot stretch, when are you going to trust Sano enough to say, Here's the thing. I want you long? Because, you know, Buxton right now, I know he gets hurt, but I want him long term if I can get him. If he wants to be here. <laughs> right. No, but I'm saying I, if I can lock him down, I, I do it. I think it's fair to say, so after this season, if you get Noah Syndergaard, you've got this year plus, is it two more years of team control, I believe? Yes. Miguel Sano, same story. For that same window, who do you think's going to add more wins to a team? I'm not going to even let you answer well, that. It's Syndergaard. So, my question is like... The if, rhetorical question answered with the answer was Rami tries to chime in from the tough, hockey. It's tough when you're not Poor in the same room, Rami. Asleep already. Don't worry about it. I'm setting you up. He's falling no, asleep on the couch down there already. Yeah, I'm going to meet Coma as it is, so I'll, just, oh, I'll, get, get, it. I'll get it where I fit in. Okay, yeah. let me ask you another question. Like... <laughs> Eddie Rosario, would you have approached Rosario this winter yes. with a contract yes, extension? They did. They Absolutely. Did. And if he said no, then how long do you have Rosario on your team? So there are two qu- questions operating at the same time here. I talk about this all the time. If you're Derek Falvey, you have to have a two-track mind. Typically, I'm talking about what's happening in July baseball games and what will happen in October baseball games. Well, right now I'm talking about something different. 
Right now I'm talking about what's happening in 2019 baseball games, regular season, postseason, what have you, and then what happens for the next five years. Those two tracks are incredibly difficult, like personally for me, I'll just cut up in a vein, incredibly difficult to balance in my mind because I'm always tempted to say this year. This year's all that matters. It oh, go win a World Series. That that and, part of you is right, Derek. Well, but, that part of you is the part you should listen but to. But Rami, then I've got another reasonable. No, uh, don't listen to him. Conscious, I don't know, id sitting on my other shoulder that you're, says you're on a bus with no brakes. There's no place for that guy. <laughs> That's right. We're not we're not saving for retirement or anything. We're just driving the. He's already bus. being reckless enough, Rami. What more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Is like Falvey is going to have to balance the future more than. You know, me, Judd, and Rami, and Manny are going to have to balance the future. That's sure. just a fact. But I struggle with this, like, you can't just, even if you're very future-thinking, you can't just give up on this season. And to me, trading a Rosario, despite the fact that, I mean, I think he's he's a nice player. I don't think he's a superstar player, and I don't think that's a hot take. What path are you going down right now? My point is, if you pluck Rosario <laughs> out of the outfield right now, I think you're hurting the 2019 team. I agree completely. Yes. Definitely well, more than but, any offset but, of bringing back a pitcher. Okay, and here's where I'm starting to grow very frustrated, and this is not a criticism of analytics or those who follow them, but I'm starting to go grow really frustrated with the new baseball fan that only relies, that basically, I don't know if they watch games, but I can tell you right now from a human standpoint, Rosario can't be taken out of that clubhouse. The team would turn. I mean, there's it, no such thing as untouchable. It would it would be a stupid it okay. would be a stupid now now this winter, I'm willing to talk about it. But but everything okay, I keep bringing this up, you guys, but everything to me is about circumstance, opportunity and timing. Circumstance, you're in a really good position to pounce on the opportunity. But the timing of trading a guy as important to that clubhouse right now as Rosario to me is ludicrous. And if you can't see that, I don't get it. Now, if you want to trade him in December, let's talk about that. Sure. But you are, we, sports is not all about spreadsheets. It partially is, and they're important. Not trying to downplay them. I'm not the old man who downplays that because there's a lot that's been learned and gleaned that's really important. I agree with you, Judd. That would that would be hard for that clubhouse to swallow if you traded Eddie Rosario if if you traded him for for Taylor for uh, Noah Syndergaard. But mm-hmm. if you tra- because Eddie Rosario for Noah Syndergaard, there are unknowns with Noah Syndergaard. Like he he's a physical specimen. He he still has the stuff. He's had success in this league, but he's not the dude who he was three years ago. When you look at the numbers, and he does have an injury history, so there are questions there, and you're not necessarily sure what you're getting with Noah Syndergaard. It's appealing, but there's still that uncertainty there. If I posed this same scenario, but it was Eddie Rosario for Max Scherzer, and you know you're getting a bona fide ace with very good luck in DC, injury. Eddie. It's been exactly. really fun. Yeah, that, if it's Max and, Scherzer and they're not trading Max Scherzer. Well, I mean, there have been. I mean, if I can get Babe they, Ruth and dig him up, I'd do that too. No, but I, I'm just I'm just saying that if if it's the right I'm trade, sorry, that that clubhouse today. can swallow it. That that they'll have no problem saying goodbye to Eddie Rosario for all the personal connections. I mean, they, they still would, but it gets your welcome, point, dude. If they're welcoming yeah. Max Scherzer into the fold. So your point is that Noah Syndergaard's not Max Scherzer. No, and I agree with that. Uh, you're 100 percent right with that, boys. I got some news. It's not breaking news. It's not okay. breaking news. It's speculation. Oh, do we need the Rami sounder, or is that put to bed? Well. <laughs> No, no, because it's not. It, 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 it's just it's a little bit. Okay, it's a little bit concerning Out to me. With it. Let's hear it. Tim Brown of Yahoo, baseball veteran, baseball scribe, favorite writer. Guess who's calling the Giants? Guess who's calling the Giants and saying, "You really want to do this? You really, your dad, your dad." They're saying, "Are you don't be stupid? Don't be stupid." Are they calling him and saying, don't "What are you be gonna stupid? do? What are you gonna do?" Well, yeah, guess what team it is? It's uh, the Yankees. No, it's the Astros. Oh yeah, and guess who they're calling yeah. about? Madison Bumgarner, you yeah. sure you want to? Do, you sure you sure you want to do this? You sure you want to go through with this? Don't be stupid. Get on the phone. It's the point. Stay on the phone. So and maybe also, maybe you are. And that's but, a team. I love but, trade deadline, Judge. But if you're not, if you're not on the phone, <laughs> if anybody's at lunch right now, shame on you. And and I'm not accusing them of doing that. Maybe they're not. And that's a team that already has Justin Verlander and Garrett Cole. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, let's and say the twins this too. don't have those guys. Fair is fair. If Noah Syndergaard is not Max Scherzer, it's also fair to say, guys, right? Madison Bumgarner is not Max Scherzer. 
Right? Isn't that fair? I'm getting yes. blank stares mm-hmm. in this room. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Nope. Okay. Going. Wanted to make sure because when I look at this, the Twins are probably ranking pitchers in tiers and saying, "No, nah, this is reckless speculation," but that's okay. This is the home of reckless speculation. We've already established that. I think they probably look at this and say, if you think in terms of wins above replacement, which there are probably more advanced ways you can do it, but just for fun, is this guy like a two-win pitcher? Is he a three-win pitcher? Is he a five-win pitcher? And if it was me personally, guys, I would be differentiating between like an eight-win pitcher, Max Scherzer, and a a four-win pitcher, Noah Syndergaard. But I wouldn't really split hairs over a four-win pitcher, Noah Syndergaard, and a three-and-a-half-win pitcher, Madison Bumgarner. Like Those are the same to me. Now it's just down to years and control and all that stuff. So I think if the Twins aren't shopping in that top-tier premium bin, if uh, if Justin Verlander's not available in a trade, I'm it's, not worth, sure. it's yeah. worth asking, right? But those guys aren't moving. Jacob Grom, I'm guessing, is not moving. Just got a contract, I think it's this winter, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So... If you're not shopping in that top, top tier, then you can start to look down and, you know, who are the other guys? That's why we've been talking about Noah Syndergaard. That's why we've been talking about Trevor Bauer. That's why we've been talking about Madison Bumgarner. I I won't be offended if they don't land like a a two or a three win pitcher, but I think they should be making those phone calls to see if they can upgrade their roster right now. If the Astros are calling the Giants, then you sure as heck should be as well. Let's just put it that way. uh, The Astros are actually more hard up for pitching than I thought they were. Like Manny just mentioned, they got the two studs at the top. You know why? But then what? Because because they are acutely aware of what it takes now to get through the playoffs. Right. That's the difference. Well, and they're going to lose one of them this winter probably. And they also know. Yeah, you're probably right. And they also know that if they get Madison Bumgarner in a trade, that also means somebody else is not getting him. That's exactly right. But that's, this is just to me. That's as as valuable a thing in these trade deadline deals as anything is. Not only are you adding the guy, but you're keeping him out of the hands of the you, mm-hmm. you of could your competition. Very well run into in October. I just want to make it clear as possible that the pressure on this franchise now to make a substantial move for pitching is as high as it's been in fo- in forever. And if you don't get if you don't do good here, we're all going to dump on you, and you're going and, to deserve it. Derek, you were talking about some of those not necessarily top-line pitchers. That's exactly what we'll be talking with Eno Saris about from The Athletic when he joins the show at 1 o'clock. And we are, what is it, 26 hours and 15 minutes away from Major League Baseball's trade deadline. Nothing but more reckless trade speculation coming your way right after this on the Score North First Place Twins show live from Bomba Soda, the land of 10,000 rakes. The magic number is 57, and we're back after this on 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. The Score North Twin Show. Have you guys ever wondered what it's like to be a twin? On Score North and scorenorth.com. All right, time for a Score North download. It's uh, 1248, and uh, we have been talking lots and lots of Minnesota Twins reckless speculation this uh, first hour of the Score North Twin Show. One more hour to go uh, coming up here in just moments. But if you uh, had missed the uh, first segment of the show, uh, we had a little bit of breaking news that was non-Twins related, and it is that uh, the Minnesota Wild has parted ways with general manager Paul Fenton. And uh, Judd Zolgad, at Jay Zolgad on Twitter, will be uh, doing an emergency Judd's Hockey podcast uh, this afternoon, right? One o'clock. One we o'clock. Go- we are going to, uh, I'm going to duck off this show for about half hour, and uh, Declan, Lindsay, and I are going to do an emergency podcast reacting to the fact that Paul Fenton's tenure lasted a little more than a year, and they had no direction. And uh, look for that uh, podcast on scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app as Thank we continue you. on with the Score North first place twin show. Exactly. Live from Bomba Soda, the land of 10,000 rakes, where the magic number is 57. Rami Makloff, Judd Zolgad, Derek Wetmore. You can read both these fine gentlemen's thoughts on your Minnesota Twins, and I'm sure Judd's thoughts on the Paul Fenton news at scorenorth.com, and that totally, totally free for a possibly limited time Score North mobile app, which is <laughs> your one-stop shop for all written content from scorenorth.com, as well as where you can download and listen to all your favorite podcasts whenever you feel like it, or stream us live and Earn points and win cool stuff because we love you here at Score North. And I wish I could only be there, guys. I'm from uh, my old studios back in Milwaukee to see the Jets scrambling for the emergency Score North Wolves hockey podcast. 
That's got to be impressive. Scrambling. We yes. are. It's under control. Rami, it was so <laughs> hectic in the studio that I forgot to turn the steam off for a minute. So we were just like, Oh, no. Yeah. It, oh, no. Well, that could have been bad. You know. Oh, oh, no. We're okay. I don't think anything or, happened. Or it could have been really good. Yeah, that's true. We would have gone viral. But no, it was, uh, yeah, it was a frantic mess over here. And I just can't keep all my trade rumors straight at this time of year, anyways. Right. So it's like already tough enough for me to keep the file cabinet of my brain in order. And, uh, yeah, then this drops, and uh, we're going to have a fun uh, 48 hours here at Score North. And uh, it's just a, a reckless speculation, a bound edition of the Score North First Place Twins show, just over 26 hours away from the trade deadline. Eno Saris from The Athletic is going to join us to talk about that coming up at 1 o'clock. But I have some uh, reckless speculation from a guy who specializes in it almost as much as we do here at Score North. Can I get the sounder, Manny Hill, please? Reckless speculation. Jim Bowden, former Major League Baseball GM and uh, now with The Athletic, he has three names who he sees the Twins possibly being connected to between now and tomorrow's trade deadline. I'll read these off. You guys tell me what you think about them. Edwin Diaz, closer, New York Mets. He said they've had serious trade conversations with several teams regarding Diaz, including the Red Sox, Twins, Rays, Braves, and Dodgers. He's 25, only makes $607,000, and is controllable through 2022, but they are only trading him if they can get top-tier prospects in return. Yeah. We'll see. That's what you always say this time of year. Uh, Edwin Diaz is a nice closer. He would be a good addition to the Twins' bullpen. Um, man, I don't know. When it comes to the Mets, I just have like that cartoon question mark up above okay. my head. So here's where, I'm out. Here, oh, I'm not, and here's why. Here's where the Mets are. It's full of BS. Buxton, right? You was a Byron Buxton. The, the report last night was, was from Buster Diaz most likely going to the uh, Red Sox. Then the report became, but the Mets are asking for Betts or Benatendi. What? It's not real. What? Hold on. What? <laughs> that the that the asking price was Betts or Benatendi. It's not real, you guys. It, it's just folly. You're, I you're, didn't see that. Report. I saw the Red Sox were interested. I saw it this morning. I, I saw didn't see morning. that they were asking for an American Dude. League MVP in return. Yeah. Are they drinking and negotiating? No, this, it, it's no, rotisserie just, baseball. No, this goes beyond that. Like this, well, yeah. this is just ridiculous. Yes. This, goes, this goes beyond start high, start low negotiation tactics. This Be is, angry. It's just ridiculous. You guys, I wonder if there's like some subtle agreement, like all GMs have basically. And <laughs> Manny, you know, Manny is holding his head in the other studio. I know, I this set Manny off. Are you okay? Okay. Start talking about the Mets. You got migraines? I, or are you okay? I, I just, I, you know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we got to capture that. We should capture that and just play that. <laughs> just you know. many sighing. I just no. <laughs> Here's here, okay. Can I just sound off Please for do. like thirty seconds here? Thirty seconds. Yeah, take a I, minute. I just take need time. Yeah. I, and I, I know, like us here in the Midwest and Minnesota, you know, we don't typically feel bad for like New York sports fans and everything, right? For the most part, we don't feel bad for New, I like New York to sports laugh. fans. I like to laugh at others' mis- misery and misfortune. If, if you are a Mets fan right now and you're seeing this go on, what could you possibly be thinking right now? Uh, why am I a Mets fan? I oh, mean, oh, it, I it can, is, can I tell you real quick? I could tell you exactly, exactly what they're thinking, because I can identify. And the, the GM of the team that I'm talking about was fired today. Paul Fenton, the Wild. It's the same team. Yeah. What are you doing? You're signing Matt Zuccarello to a contract with a no-move clause. He's old. You've got Parisi and Suter, and yet you're dumping off guys for young guys. No, Manny, I totally get it. I feel bad for Mets fans right now, and I'm I'm dead serious. And I know it's easy. I know us here, we're going to say, ah, oh, they're New York fans. Who cares? But... That that is you're you're already the the redheaded stepchild of the New York Yankees. You haven't won a you haven't won a championship in thirty some years. If you're a diehard Mets fan, you hate the team that's across town, right? And then you see them continuing to be competitive and competent year after year after year, and you're sitting over here with 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 this, and you're asking a question, and, and you're sitting here asking yourself. What is going on? I don't get it. I seriously don't get it. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. 
<laughs> and I and part, part of me wants to just say, you know what, contract the New York Mets, but Mets fans sound, don't deserve that. You sound like you are a Mets fan. Are you? Are you well, sure it's you're just, not it's a Mets just, fan? I'm not a Mets fan, and at the end of well. the day, whether or not they're good doesn't matter to me. But at least. At least be competent when you're trying to run a franchise. All, all you need, and to they're know, not competent over okay, there. But let's look at this from the Twins' angle. Exploit the lack of competence. Yes, but that's my. But let's not just say, well, they asked for Buxton, so bleep them. Let's say, no, you're crazy. So let's use it against you. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, but Stop then being stupid. But they're looking for major league. That's what I'm saying. Sano, Sano's red hot right now. It looks great. If I get a start, if I get Noah Syndergaard for a, a trade package for Miguel. I don't think any of us, we might have differing opinions of it, but I don't think we're going to say, well, that's a terrible trade. Yeah, I don't think anyone's walking away from that deal. Like, especially given yeah. that you're trading you're from way, a surplus of bats. Exactly. It, yeah, you were just about to accuse me of being the Miguel Sano guy. But well, like, you're way you, more than you I get, am, for sure, and you that's get fair. Noah Syndergaard. Uh, that's a pretty nice postseason rotation. You asked about, Rami, I don't want to steal this completely off the rails from you, but you That's asked right. about Edwin Diaz and, yes. like, the Mets to me is just like, if you're gonna ask for Mookie Pets for Edwin Diaz then, like, I, if that's what you think of Edwin Diaz, then I don't need him. But I would talk to them about Thor or Seth Lugo or somebody like that. I mean, I'm interested in getting their pitchers, but have a little reasonability. Yeah, I feel like they're they're drunkenly negotiating. The next name that Bowden throws out there is Shane Green, the closer of the Tigers. Yeah, I'd take says, him. He says, Tigers know Green's value will never be higher, and I am expecting him to be traded either to the Braves, Nationals, Yankees, Rays, Twins, or Dodgers by the deadline. Just one of those teams, huh? What's that? Just, yeah, what's one that, of those. What's that going to cost you? He just names every team basically oh, Bowden, that's in contention. Bowden, is, Bowden makes us look non-reckless. Yeah, when you said he's almost <laughs> as reckless as us, Robbie. Like, we're going, we're going 55 in the right lane compared to Jim going 80. He thinks he's on the Autobahn. <laughs> he's really got the brakes cut. And then the last name that he mentions is Sam Dyson, right-handed pitcher from the Giants. He says, like all other relievers on the Giants, just have to wait and see if they will sell or hold if they sell the Nationals or Twins. He narrowed it down to just two teams are the most likely landing spots for him. Here's what I want the Twins to do this trade deadline and this upcoming winter, but start here. I want these national publications that are primarily speculative in nature to start talking about the Twins as a big club today. And if the Twins settle for Luis Diaz for what? Chris Valamont and Sergio Romo and a player to be named. Okay, then you're kind of fitting the hashtag Twins narrative. Yep, it's fine. You made your team better, and like, go get them, boys. That's a good first move. Right, but right. But what be, I'm saying is, if you stop the there, I'm with you. then all of these people who say like, oh well, the the Yankees, Astros, and Dodgers could be on this pitcher because he's really, really good. Meanwhile, the Twins with one of the best farm systems in baseball and a chance to win it all this year. Uh, I I don't know. I, maybe like Sam Dyson. I don't know. Sam Dyson. It's like <laughs> why, what? Why? What's the disconnect? Why aren't they being mentioned in the same breath as the Astros, as the Yankees, as the Dodgers? I get that they have clear deficiencies and holes, but the Twins also have the ammo to go do something about it. The Twins it's, have more ammo than anybody to go out. Well, I won't say Padres anybody, way up there, but they're way much, up there. But as far as the the yeah. real playoff or yes. World Series contenders this they, year, yes. Look, they probably have the most capital to go out and spend at the trade deadline right now. I don't get crazy about it, but it does get me no. a little crazy. Go, Wetmore, go. It's just it's we annoying. We need more of this Wetmore. It's annoying. Like dial it up. Let's go. And more the, of this Wetmore in 2019. The, the national writers, I think they'll start to pick for up. You. <laughs> 2020, liking, maybe. I said earlier, I'm liking trade trade deadline. Judd, trade deadline. Wetmore is just as fun. Let's go. This is fun. Let's talk this to Eno. Saris next, boys. This huh? is so much fun. We're going to have another hour of the Score North First Place Twins Show with Eno Saris of The Athletic joining us right after this on the Score North First Place Twins Show, live from Bobasota, the land of 10,000 ranks. Magic number is 57, and we're right back.